Welcome back to the Inting Podcast. Today we have a very special guest. We have T Dog, aka Batman of Valorant, aka he will save ranked, aka he will make Valorant rank great again. <laughs> nice to meet you, man. What's going on, guys? Not much. Uh, I uh, first of all, great performance on LCQ. Sorry that you guys fell, but it was a great. I was watching the whole game. You guys did amazing. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. We didn't have uh, we didn't have too much going in, but we had a good time, so that's all that really matters. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, do you think that um, do you think that Riot should be implementing more of the tier two scene? I feel like a lot of people. I don't know if you saw Twitter, like all like the sad tweets when it comes to like, oh, I don't even they want to quit and everything. But do you see yourself still continuing Valorant, or do you see like yourself in another path? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still gonna be here. I'm still gonna compete. Uh, I'm still gonna you know work with uh, this team, and we have some upcoming stuff for you know everybody to see, which I'm pretty excited about. But with tier two Valorant, I think that they not necessarily are ignoring it, but I don't think they're being transparent enough. You know, I, I don't like that there isn't a roadmap. I don't like that there isn't anything set in stone. As of everyone who isn't franchised and qualified for challengers right now, what is there, right? Are there gonna be any tournaments coming around? Are any orgs gonna be looking for teams? Are we gonna wait till January, 2024 for another qualifier? Like what's gonna be the next step when it comes to that? And I think what's really, really cool about EU is they have these like kind of qualifiers but per region like france germany like and they all have different like kind of like tournaments almost uh similar to like how that went but for regionals so um i don't know if that could be possible in na kind of like how collegiate is like north south east west that would be like really really cool if they could implement something like that but i think that or at least i hope that they know that they need the tier two tier three and lower you know levels of competition to survive in this game you know um, something that I always compare a lot on my stream is Fortnite. Fortnite was the biggest game in the world. Everyone knows what Fortnite is, and the competitive scene is dead. Everyone yeah. plays pro. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the viewing system is bad for tournament play. Like, the quality of the game is bad. The meta is bad. Like, it's laggy. It's shitty. So, you know, I, I don't... If Fortnite failed, you know, when it comes to competitive, like, what does that mean Valorant can't or something? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really do hope that they don't, uh, you know, string it out too thin because I know that a lot of people's, you know, kind of like livelihood is based on this type of stuff. No, for sure. I feel like that's um, that's a great point you made because I feel like everyone's going to be like, oh, that's it. That's no more Valorant. You can't be a pro unless, like, people say, oh, the grinding rank, you can grind rank, you can try to do streaming and all that. But, like, it's, again, what, each team is allowed, what, six uh, six teams, like, uh, players per team, especially in challengers where it's, like, very uneven. I mean, it's also esports in general is, like, even as a pro, I know content creation is a different thing, but as a pro, it's, like, very unlikely that you are able to, like, even stay on the team. Sometimes it's only for, like, a small string. So for yourself, do you see, like, other teams picking up track? Because I know there's, like, Squirtle Squad, um, uh, Disguise Toast. I don't know how long he's keeping that, like, his actual team. But do you see, yeah. like, do you see, like, that team as a whole, like, uh, like all those, like, five staying as a core? Do you see them, like, hey, like, right now, Stewie, 2K, so a free agent. We want him instead of somebody else. Like, how do you, right. th- how do you see the free agent market, go, like, happening in the offseason? I think that's a little unrealistic right now that people are going to make changes. But, you know, throughout the season, maybe if they, you know, barely make it or don't make it at all, I think that that's kind of like the time where a decision would be made. 
Um, I, I don't think that anyone's going to get swapped around as of right now. But again, you know, when that season starts and they start off very slow or they're not, not doing as good as they expected, I think that's a real thing that you have the power to leverage that you can get a, you know, more experienced or just, you know, like a veteran player, maybe to come in on a role where, you know, a newer player is struggling. Because at the end of the day, it's just business, you know, like mm-hmm. as cool as yeah. it is to ride it out with your boys for, you know, months and months, maybe, you know, years, however long you play together. Like you can't sacrifice, you know, the enjoyment of you guys being together for, you know, results and success. Because unfortunately, that's all that actually matters. No, yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, it's gonna be interesting to see because I know you said like they're gonna stay, and um, I know the recent Knights came out with the, I don't know if you saw the group uh, pickums. How do you feel like? Uh, who do you? I mean, you you guys been scrimming, but I don't know if you guys been scrimming the challengers teams. I don't know. I don't know if you have, but who do you think is the, um, definitely the favorites when it comes to challengers? Yeah, for the groups, I definitely think that um, the guard and M80 group is going to be a slugfest when it comes to the other four teams that are in there. Uh, I think that one's a little lopsided when it comes to the quality of it. I don't have the picture in front of me right now. I'm trying to find no. it out real quick. You're good, you're good. Here we go. So we have Phase, Shopify, G2, Breakthrough, Oxygen, and Squirrel Squad in one group, which is like really, really insane to me. Um, I mm. think that group is going to be like very, very, very difficult. I'm excited to see like what Squirrel Squad can do up against those big names that have been like, you know, under wraps for months now. You know, the only thing that you know about those guys is if you practice against them in scrims, right? Um, and then Group B with M80, TSM, Guard, Disguise, Dark Ratio, OR. Like I think again, like TSM, Disguise, Dark Ratio, and OR. Like those guys are going to be going at it. I think M80 and Guard are going to cruise through that. And you know, I think that TSM has a lot of potential. I think they have a know like a solid team but you know all those up and coming teams again are going to have to kind of like prove you know who's better and who's actually down to ride no no for sure for sure well it's gonna be interesting because what it starts next week i'm guessing what is it the 26th yeah i think so the 22nd but um i also wanted to ask about the the big thing the crypto letters so yeah (laughs) i know i know that kind of like blew up in twitter when you when you came out with that video so can you tell me your thought process on making the video, getting all the info? Because yeah. I, because I also saw that you also cleared a lot of people because they came out and saying like, no, I wasn't part of this, blah blah blah. Right. So can you? I don't know if you ever talked about this, but can you give us like a breakdown on how you actually came up with the video? Where'd you get your old info, and how'd you get into the? How'd you sneak yourself into the Discord? Right. So I had some people who eventually got to the Discord who were kind of like giving me some screenshots, you know, some conversations that were going down, things like that. Um, and they just brought it to my attention, you know, like, you know, this is really scummy. Like, look at this, look what's going down here. And, you know, instead of being just the normal person and just like reacting to it and not doing anything about it, you know, it's a problem that presses me daily. You know what I mean? I stream every single day. I basically play ranked every single day. I have to deal with this type of stuff all the time. So... I made a deal with one of the guys in the server that I would give him some information on the people who are kind of like leaking stuff or, you know, a kind of like rundown on what's been going on and how it works. And my goal with the video was to kind of fire a first shot at this like quote unquote like war, you know, against this type of stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. account selling, boosting, crypto betting, throwing games, win trading, like all the problems that just plague the game. Um, And, you know, I think it was an all right deal. A lot, uh, I didn't do a good job like really explaining 100% of how it went down and what it was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be an interview with that guy. Uh, okay. It was missing. Uh, it was supposed to be an interview with him where he kind of like, you know, gave us an inside look and, you know, showed us who's doing what, you know, like who are these people that are involved in it. 
Um, he did kind of like play both sides of the fence. And there was another internal discord that I had someone send me some screenshots of where he was trying to protect and like hide certain people. And then other people who were getting some heat recently, like before I even started talking about it, uh-huh. uh, he kind of like threw them under the bus. He's like, you know, they're already burned. So I'm just going to say that they did this and they did that. And, you know, you're just going to, they're just going to take it and run with it. Um, but it definitely goes very deep. And, you know, I've been in talks with like Riot and Twitch uh, pretty recently. And, you know, I know that they're taking steps towards it. I'm sure it's, you know, hard to, you know, work around when it comes yeah. to logistics yeah. and stuff. But, I really do hope that they take a step in the right direction because again it, it really is just cursed like it feels like the only people who are getting something out of it are them you know mm-hmm. like all the people who play to improve all the people who are small and don't have a platform and might not have a voice you know my main goal was to try to be an advocate of them and help them out because i know what it felt like to be there once you know mm-hmm. and it, it really sucks when you enjoy a game and you have passion for it and it just gets ruined by these guys who just create just a cesspool of shit doing whatever they want with no repercussions nah yeah i definitely understand yeah that's that's awesome though that you actually started the uh, started the war that hopefully uh continues past you, this you know what's interesting too i found out you did that all in one take it was a 40 minute video how the hell did you yeah. i'm i'm wondering how you can like manage to say everything and do it all in one take that was the most impressive thing i saw about that yeah, I uh, I have had this problem, and a lot of people know this about me. When it comes to like my community, I don't know how to edit actually. So everyone does videos for me. Like I have people edit my own edit my videos. Uh-huh. Um, so I really do prefer like one shots, uh, like you know, kind of like one take. And it's something that I've I guess practiced over time because I've never actually learned the skill. But this year, I kind of told myself that I kind of need to like you know hone in and actually yeah like, pick it up a little bit. <laughs> know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, no. It's like a, like clipping your streams and stuff and all that for sure. Right. But what you said you were in talks with like Twitch and Riot, but what for specifically Riot? What can they do to fix it? I mean, we suggested there should be like a karma system where they can you can thumbs up or thumbs down somebody or give someone like a star rating and then you put in a pool of MMR. We were suggested we suggested that, but then like people were arguing it's like no, it's gonna abuse it. Um, it's only going to be downhill or of course we like everyone says you pay for face it or ASCA type um, content do you think that there's a they should add a payment method of like you get into a better lobby or a karma system of any sorts uh, I think it's a step in the right direction but the problem with everything that can be mentioned is that the other party can still act on it you know yeah um, so again with the karma yes I think it's a good idea but you also have to take into fact the fact that they can just you know group up and just like zerg you with like negative downvotes and stuff like that and just ruin your account yeah it's the exact thing with paying you know what I mean like people will just pay for prime you know if they want to play that bad right if the lobbies are that cursed um but I think a verification thing would be really good to stop all these accounts just being created in a thin air, accounts being bought, right? Some sort of phone number verification, I think would be fair. Obviously not everybody has access to that, but I feel like nowadays a lot more people do than they did back in the day. You know, yeah. like if you send this about Counter-Strike in 2010, it'd be a lot different. I got my first phone when, you know, I was going into middle school. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I see kids walking around with tablets bigger than their heads. So you know, I know that they get stuff a lot earlier than I did. Yeah. So I feel like it's fair, you know, around that age, like 12, 13, where you might have a phone. Same thing with Twitch, right? You need to be 13 years old to own your account. Yeah. So 
you know, I think like, you know, that could be a step in the right direction, you know, some sort of phone number verification where you can only have like one account, like per phone number or something. Again, you know, I do understand that it's unrealistic. Not everyone has access to that, but I just feel like some sort of action has to be taken because, you know, I don't know how long these casual players can continue playing the game when they're just being abused daily, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because I know like now with all this, the start of like everyone starting a Discord 10-man ever since Tarek started that. And then it started a war, then everyone's arguing. It's like, hey, oh, but why am I not in the Tarek 10-man? It's like, people. I feel like people don't understand the, the situation he's in, where he's like, I only want franchise and challengers or top uh, and top uh, game-changer players in the lobbies. And then everyone's like, oh, you know, I played in Tier 2 for like a hot minute. Why am I not in the lobby? Or like, there's um there's maybe like beef between players which I do want to ask, are beef between players, is that a real thing or is it more banter than anything? It, it, it can be a real thing. Um, it will usually be turned into banter over time. Usually just like emotions flare after a match, you know, and people kind of go back and forth. Um, there's not too many people that have burning hatred and the people who really do, like, they don't really amount to anything, you know, because they kind of like base their personality around that. The Turk Cannons have been going really good. Like, I've been enjoying my time there for sure. Like, mm. and I'm really appreciative that, you know, he used his platform to create something like that. Yeah, I think it's like really dope, and uh-huh. you know, you see kind of like the the trickle down effect, right? The stuff that I always talk about in my stuff. We need these big pros. We need these guys with huge numbers next to their name to take positive action, and people will reciprocate it, right? And I'm not saying that Sinatra isn't, but I'll use Sinatra as an example. Music on, running it down with a force by every single round, no matter <laughs> every single time. He doesn't care what you say. He doesn't care what you do. He tries to win. I, I, I agree on that. He does try to win. It's not like he's throwing. Yeah. But that inspires tens of thousands of people. They have they have they have an accent named after him. Right? Yeah. Oh no, Sinatra, Valerie, accent. Like him, they talk like him. They say the things he does. That the same exact thing can work, but in a positive light, right? And with Tarek's ten man creation, you know, a bunch of other people have been creating their own servers, trying to you know take it more serious, which is like you know a really dope thing to see. So you think it's a good thing that uh, everyone else is starting their own Discord ten mans instead of just playing ranked? Yeah. So do you think it's more just like? a protest to Riot be like hey like we're not gonna play your game we're gonna play our own custom game unless you fix this shit exactly yeah I think that that's kind of like the over you know looking like margin that we're working on is like we're trying to show them how bad it is and we're gonna show them in the best version possible right because the 10 minutes that Tarek has with the pro players that's what ranked can be you know yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what rank can absolutely be but the reason that no one's done anything about it is because all these people who do have hundreds of thousands of viewers every day on twitch yes rank does suck yes it's boring yes it's annoying but guess what i just made 10k on ad revenue yeah i'm just gonna run around i'm just gonna make fun of the people who are bad yeah, i'm gonna make jokes you know about how people are like fighting with each other i'm just gonna sit back point my finger and laugh you know what i mean so i think that you know, I hope at least that Riot will see, you know, how great of a thing this is, how all the viewers, at least that I've seen, love watching it, mm-hmm. you know, these competitive games, right? And that's always been my beef with it, is I know that it happened in Overwatch too, with, you know, their, like, matchmaking system. People, like, ranked around, like, 4,000 would be getting into games with, like, top 500 players, like, 4,700. And the same thing happens with me. When I place Radiant, you know, I finish, what, 200 or something like that. I'm getting into games with people who are, like, unironically have never even seen Immortal 3. How's that possible? Yeah. I would rather uh-huh. sit in a queue double or triple the time to ensure a quality game than to continue playing all day long. Yeah. yeah. I think that you also they have to bring in the factors, like, a lot of... Um 
a most essentially most players who play in Valor are content creators. You got to think about that. And then like they take an effect like, hey, nobody's going to watch. For example, we're going to say Flex Ninja. For example, no one's going to watch Flex Ninja being a queue for thirty minutes. And they're just him waiting and waiting and waiting to ensure more quality. But then they're also, you know, got to think of the fact they're like, the game that he's going to make is going to make a great, sick YouTube video. But at the same time, the stream quality, you also got to think about is a very big thing. For example, for example, if you're streaming as well, don't you think that it's, maybe it's going to like turn off a lot of your fans if they see you in a 30 minute queue? So it's going to be a lot of just downtime, a lot of just sitting. So you also got to keep to that. Uh, that's what I'm thinking of in their eyes. So you got to think of yeah. like two sides of the same coin. Exactly what I talked about earlier. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why like I think that um, also the ten man's don't get me wrong, it's amazing and all, but I feel like you should. Uh, it is a issue that rank is problem. I mean, you can't just stop crypto betters. You just they're just gonna keep spawning, right? Like unless you know maybe like a way like how to spa- stop them. But I feel like they're just gonna keep yeah. spawning more and more and more. Just gonna keep spawning. Unless, like, what you physically arrest them, like the actual right. people, you know. And the action itself is hard to take, but again, I think with like the verification system of an account, like the video I talked about how this works, and they win trade with each other through like five stacking. Yeah, they, yeah. They boost these accounts, this immortal radiant elo, and now they can just infiltrate a lobby, and they can sit there and they can just send drones into these lobbies, and they have three or four people in a lobby at a time. They have complete control of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, like if we cut down on them allowing to have those accounts now they only have one main account right yeah they can't win trade to inflate their elo so they probably won't be able to maintain it number one and number two you know they won't have that army of accounts that they can just send in to you know sniper games and stuff so no yeah i think so for sure but i think so um so with the 10 mans uh, there's also a thing where like they want to separate i saw on twitter i think zekin was saying that they want to split uh, the from franchising and top players of uh, like, and then challengers and GC players. Do you think that they should split it or they should keep all like? There, do you think there's a certain number of people that should be in that server, Nataric server? Yes, there should, but I, I don't really see the point of a splitting. Um, as of right now, you know, I already have my own personal opinion and like potentially a bias on it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that there needs to be a split. I do understand 100% when franchise players are in there playing with people who are a little more inexperienced because there are some players in the server, uh, like in my opinion, who might not even be there. They shouldn't even be in there, but they are. And then on top of that, there's some people who are like on the fence and like, you know, very trolly and like don't take stuff serious, which is whatever, right? Um, but I think they need to kind of like set a standard on like what they want to do with it rather than just like the main problem that I have with the 10 men's is all these people that aren't even involved with it just like weighing in on their their opinion, how they think it should be run, how they think yeah. they should do it. It's like, again, like I'm not, I'm not anyone, you know, important. I'm not franchise, I'm not in challengers. But like the way that I see it is, you know, why are you weighing in on it? You know what I mean? Like we don't need your opinion on it. They don't want your opinion on it, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. you can just be a viewer or you just don't need to watch it. It's, it's up to you. Yeah. Like, they're going to run it how they want to run it, and that's going to be the end of it. Um, but going back to splitting it, I don't really know if it would be so beneficial because I think a big part of it is, you know, people wanting to, you know, kind of like play with, um, like, bigger names. And I do understand that it's a little unfair to franchising players. Not that they have to babysit, right? Everyone in there is supposed to be a pro. But like I said, there is some leniency on it right now, and there are a couple players in there who are a little less experienced and a little underqualified, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you think of it, you're Tarek, right? You're running this server. How would you decide on what the qualification is to be in a server of that sort? Because, of course, you see a lot of people complaining, people saying, hey, this, pers- this person's in, but he shouldn't really be in this person. Uh, 
server. So in your eyes, what do you think the vision is of who deserves to be qualified? Sort of like, hey, that person's toxic, but he's a pro, but he's not going to take the game seriously, and he's toxic, for example. Like, there are a lot of uh, issues. So what would you do and if you were, like, for example, Tarek? So what would your... If you were the council, quote-unquote. So he has it listed here, direct invite. Player on franchise team, player on challenger's team, Game Changers player. Top three finish in NA Game Changers 2020 or global GC attendance. So that's your direct invite. And then he has an apply to join, which isn't open yet, but it will be. Top 50 finish in most recent three acts, which I wouldn't put in. Um, I, I don't think that that's a good showcase of a player. Uh, I, I would want to do something like maybe a tournament placement, like you know that LCQ or that qualifier, for example. Mm-hmm. He also has contracted player on team for six plus months total in the last two years. So people, you know, like me, for example, uh, team Basilisk, um, you know, you know, teams like that, where smaller orgs, but we're still getting paid to play pro. Uh, Immortal 3 Plus in the last three acts with more than 500 hours streamed in Valorant in the last year. So I think that that is mainly for, you know, people who are a little more unknown, but they have, like, proven themselves with evidence that they're not, like, a piece of shit troll. Yeah. Um, And I think that the main thing that needs to happen is just the exclusivity. Uh, A big problem with 10 Mans is just letting everybody in. And when uh, certain people get in and a certain demographic of people get in, that's when a lot of people stop playing. Um, so I, I think that keeping it kind of like the doors closed is really important. Yeah. And I don't know how long or what the plan is, you know, in general, but keeping the doors closed is really important because people want to have a hub where they know that they can like, you know, just like, you know, be themselves and like, you know, just like play the game rather than just like, you know, dealing with a bunch of people they've never even heard of before. No, no. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like he's also trying to think of it longevity-wise. I don't know how long he wants uh, this Discord to be ten mans, but uh, do you think this is more just like a uh, like a hold, like a postpone? Like, do you think this is gonna a be a placeholder? Long-term? Yeah, you think it's more of a placeholder until Riot does do something, or do you think this is gonna actually be a long-term thing? I mean, I think that it can be long-term. Um, again, going back to kind of like the Twitter peanut gallery, all these people like <laughs> making jokes about the server saying it's going to last two weeks. Like, I can promise you no one gives a shit about what you say. Like, just please keep watching it and giving them ad revenue. Like, no uh-huh. one cares, number one. Uh, number two, I think it has a chance to be like long term just because of who's running it, right? You know, Tarek's running it, his council. I'm sure there's a lot of important people and people who bring in a lot of numbers. If that exists, it always will right there needs to be a reason for them to kind of plan it because at the end of the day again it is business you know like mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of like tier two and tier three players in there you know no big player is going to want to stream in there right there's there's no point right uh-huh. but again if all the big dogs are in there you know there's a, there's, there's reason to stay uh, yeah i think for uh, you nailed it right on the on the on the head on that one but for sure i think so that um yeah it's just been like a big topic i know for the past i don't know two weeks or so just about the 10 mans and all that and um for sure about that do you see um do you see yourself continue so you say you are continuing pro and you are do you see yourself um like maybe trying to like wait and just play these 1k night tournaments or do you think that you want to try to push yourself to more of a challengers and you think you can make it into the challengers seat i think um through the lcq and the qualifier if a challengers team is looking for people that's where they look for them and the example that i give you is rossi right mm-hmm. rossi okay. playing with the nation free agent team 
he played insane, especially against me, unfortunately. <laughs> and he posted an LFT, and he got a hit in three hours. And, uh, you know, not to leak it early, but, you know, he will be playing, you know, on, on a team that was bigger than the nation. That's how I'll leave it at. Yeah. So, you know, that's your kind of example on that. I don't know if a Knights Monthly or a Knights Weekly is anything even remotely close enough for someone to, you know, get on the map. But something I will tell everyone who is a competitor or even an inspiring one is you have to be consistent. You, you have to be there week after week because when you're not, you're, the, any stock you had just disappears and you're going to have to restart and you're going to keep doing it over and over again. I see it happen to a bunch of people, even my own friends. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, in Counter-Strike, people had jobs, people had school and, you know, they still existed and they pugged and they played, you know, in their league matches and, you know, they, they still have their opportunity. Obviously, Valendors have a league to play in, but, you know, those tournaments are kind of like, you know, all we really do have, those monthlies, those weeklies. So if you really want it, Number one, you got to prove that you do. And number two, again, you got to be there every week. You know, you got to yeah. be the team that's going up in that top four, top two winning, right? Like, that's going to be your version of it. And then you got to talk yourself up. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. You see me down here every single week winning these. I'm that guy. Exactly. I'm yeah. Challengers, you need an IGL. Challengers, you need a duelist. Like, I'm right here. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, it's about that energy as well, where you can't just expect everything to be just given to you, right? Yeah. You actually work for it and earn it. Yeah, I feel like that's, a, that's also a thing I feel like uh, a lot of people are going to do because I know it's either you're going to retire or you still keep persisting and keep going on, on and on and on. So it's kind of interesting to see that because um, now it's going to be like, do you think that people should still like, I know because you're th- uh, like, thankfully you're in a position where you do have a, a bit of a platform and you do have a bit of a voice and thankfully you're in a Tarek 10 man's, but for people who still want to be uh, like even somewhere at your level or even higher level, do you think that I'm just streaming for eight hours a day, like still being weekly? Do you think, but do you think that's still more enough? Because a lot of, because I feel like the, what gets spotlighted is the success, but not everyone sees how hard it is to actually get that level. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that like, it's not easy, but do you think it's even realistic to be in that level if you haven't even gotten a platform yet? Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Uh, this game is very new. Uh, we're coming up on, you know, three years now or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and, and that's still very new compared to something like Counter-Strike, you know, which is, again, the direct comparison that this game gets all the time. You have to take your time, and you actually have to have a passion and enjoy playing the game. That's like a common misconception that a lot of these, like, competitors have. It's like, you know, COVID happened when this game came out. And, you know, that messed with a lot of people's heads. And mm-hmm. they sat in the room for 14 hours and they played Valorant. Okay? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to act here and oh say this is the hardest esport in the world. It's not. Okay. The mechanics in this game are simple. The ranking in this system in this game is simple. Right. You can literally trick yourself into thinking that you have a chance. And I think that a lot of that is kind of coming to fruition now. We're like, damn, uh, you know, COVID's kind of like, you know, getting out of the way. I need a job. Uh, I need to go back to school. Yeah, and A lot of people are kind of having that realization where, you know, they probably wish that they didn't sit on their ass and miss all those tournaments and not stream, right? And not make those connections and not go to those lands. So again, it's just really important that you're there every day. Um, you know, you got to do yourself, you got to do the best you can to brand yourself and show that you are a person. You have a face to the name. You're not just this like anomaly pugger, right? Yeah. Uh, that's really important as well, in my opinion. 
For sure, I feel like that's a that's a great point you made on, and um, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how the tier two scene or how Riot's gonna even handle. Because I know they said every year they're gonna add more ascension teams, they're gonna add more franchising team every year, and they said that. So it's more of just like you were saying, it's more of just patience than anything. You just gotta be waiting. Because right. you said like yo, like you can play this game and stream and have passion for it, but you also like essentially have to get a life as well. You think so? Like no, like I'm not trying to be mean or anything. Like no, like no. yeah, you do. You like you have to. You have yeah. to balance it because I mean, like, it's you, a real world. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Because yeah, you said like you nailed it right on the head. Like, hey, we were in quarantine. We were lucky that this game came out in quarantine. Everyone played it for hours and hours on end. And I feel like you can also talk about the community. The community sometimes feels like they don't even go outside. So now that's why, like, if, if you ever compare a Valorant uh, community, everyone's like, oh, they don't go outside. They have like misconception. It's young, but like, I feel like now as as we go straight uh, further into the game, it feels like. I feel like more than more Valorant players do need to start, you know, essentially having a social life of like, and then like being consecrated, even being a consecrator can, you can solve a life being a consecrator of Valorant and all that. But I feel like you definitely nailed it right on the head when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, I think so. I know you said you have to be gone. So it's only a little bit. I don't know if you have any more time. Yeah, we can go a little longer. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Can hang on for a bit. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Should we, should we do the uh, tradition question? Yeah. <laughs> so um, we do have a bit of a traditional question we ask every guest. Um, okay. First one is, do you have a bidet? No. Have you ever used one before? No. Good man. <laughs> it's a running gag. Good, good man. It's a running gag in our uh, in our in our community thoughts about it. But so the, what are your opinion on it or do you have no opinions on it? I mean, I've never used one. I know what it is. I don't necessarily yeah. know if I like know if it's like worth an investment. But you know, I feel like I manage like pretty well on that end. But uh, maybe maybe if you're you know sp- taking a lot of trips there during the day, it might be worth it. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, question um, number two is we always ask every question: What is your go-to boba order if you are if you drink boba? Oh man, my girlfriend does a lot. I usually just like listen to her and like she like picks for me mainly okay like the chai tea one okay chai tea chai tea like the orange one yeah 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 um i've gotten like some like really doctored up ones like caramel drizzle and like stuff like that before where it's like almost like a coffee yeah uh, which is like pretty good but i'd say those like my top two nice no, for sure for sure well um yeah we usually end it off on that question just to ask everyone else but um just a few more questions before we end it so you're saying you are continuing, even though like you technically make challengers, you're still going to be pursuing. You're still a, you're technically a free agent now, right? I'm guessing the the squad you're within is disbanding. You want to? I don't know if you made it official yet. Yeah, we're still working on that kind of like behind the scenes. I do have an update coming, but nothing that I like really want to like share 100 percent right now. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, no, that's for sure. So that's for sure. So, um, but yeah, we usually ask everyone if they want to if you have any projects working on, if you have any things you want to announce right beforehand, if you want to plug anything, you're more than welcome to. This comes out tomorrow, so if you want to plug out anything, well, you know, we'll tag you if anything. Gotcha. So if you have anything you want to plug, or if you have announcements you want to make, I mean, other than just you know, I'm live every single day. I've been streaming for 1,000, over 1,000 days in a row. Wow. It's uh, pretty insane to think about. But, Holy uh, shit. You know, that's like part of my brand is like, you know, you got to be down to ride. You got to be there every day. You got to grind. Mm-hmm. You got to show that you want it more than somebody else to take their spot. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to like, you know, set the pace for, you know, a lot of up and coming players, like aspiring players. And mm-hmm. I show them like, you know, like there's a reason I'm still here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, compared, compared to a lot of other people, there's, there's a real reason why I'm still here. So. For sure. Nice. 
Alrighty, so if anybody wants to like know where to find you, where would they find you usually? Like on Twitter, everything? Yeah, my Twitter mainly, and then you know my Twitch would be the next best option because I'll be there every. All right, cool. perfect. Well, that's it for that. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Appreciate awesome. everything. Thank you, thank you guys for listening. No yeah. problem, no problem. All right, guys, thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye. And we are done recording. Dope, guys. All right.